The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, the Irish Country Women's Association have had a pretty strong presence in rural communities for several generations, uh, providing women with opportunities to connect with others who maybe share similar interests or learn new skills through courses. They do arts and cookery and a whole lot more. But in recent years, I mean, there's been something of a drama uh, taking place behind the scenes and sometimes right in front of the scenes uh, with the organisation now being labelled by members as toxic, by some members as toxic and dysfunctional. Uh, well, I'm joined now by Breda Raggett, who is an ICA member and a former national president of the Irish Country Women's Association. Uh, Breda, you're very well welcome to the show. So wh- when did all of this start? Well, the present situation started uh, back uh, when the new board came in and there was a new national president elected. And it started on the 9th of October last and they met on the day of rest on a Sunday, brought in two members of a, a very high profile solicitors and the board removed three of the members and they gave them no reason, no uh, ex- explanation, nothing. And they just got rid of them and they could do it and they did it. And since then, there has been absolute uproar in the organization because We've given no reason. We cannot find out any information about what's going on at central office. Uh, we had a meeting recently in Galway, and uh, well, back in, in um, April. Mm. And uh, that's a meeting for all of the Ireland, uh, all of Ireland and our members. And we weren't allowed to get up and ask any question. Our PRO, Maureen McLaughlin, uh, wanted them to give an explanation. She's the national PRO. And she went up to the podium and asked them, could she speak? And they turned off the podium and took the microphone out of her mouth, out of her hand. And then about two weeks later, relieved her of her position as national PRO. So okay. there's four people who have been gotten rid of for no reason that we know of. And um, in my opinion, and as far as I can see, this is what the problem is. We just want information. We want to know what's going on. We're a membership organization. We pay 50 mm. euros a year to become a member. And that's the way it has always been. In my 50 years, I have never seen what's going on at going now, it, it, it goes without saying of course those board members who, who made those decisions you disagree with that they would uh, uh, disagree with any kind of allegation of wrongdoing uh, that might be leveled uh, against them um, and, and you use the phrase you, quite rightly like they, they, they could do this and they did do this so it was within their power yeah. within their remit to make these decisions is it just that you disagree with the decisions then that they've been making is that it? Of course of course we disagree with the decision. You're talking about three uh, very competent women. One is a barrister, one is a qualified accountant, the other is a company director and a business person. And they don't lightly um, give their all. This is a voluntary organisation, you know, there's no Mm. payment for anybody. All of these people are volunteers and they want to know why they were put off. Now, in my opinion, and an awful lot of the members think it's because they were asking questions, questions about the finances, refusing to sign documents unless they got the information and that kind of thing. And I mean, the board could say, listen, members, this is what's going on. We'll tell you 
make your own decision. You think we did okay or we didn't do okay. Uh, spending, they never asked permission to spend 300,000 on legal fees last year. 300,000. It would buy a home for a young couple. Yeah. And we have no authority over it whatsoever. They just did it. But this is within the remit, though, of, of the board to make those decisions, isn't it? I mean, you can disagree uh, with them all you want, but I, and I, sorry, I'm not being kind of being dismissive of it, but I mean, that, that's how the organisation is structured, that the board does make these decisions. No, no, the board makes uh, decisions. They come then to the NAC, that's the National uh, Board, the National uh, Committee of all the presidents in Ireland, and they discuss it with them, and they get then their opinion, and the presidents in turn come back to the members. But none of that is happening now. And that's why that woman from Mead, out of frustration, gave that presentation last Saturday at one of their meetings, pleading with them, just tell us what's going on. We don't know why you would do that to upstanding women in our name. They're there in our name, you know. These people didn't fall out of the sky. The members on that board are presidents who are elected in each of their counties and they're from Carlo, Clare, North Tipperary, Wicklow, Sligo, mm. Dublin, Monaghan, and they kicked the woman from Louth off. So they're members, they're ordinary paid up members who are holding a position for three years. And bear in mind, this is their last year and they are leaving this absolute debacle yeah. behind them in three years and do I, walking into the sunset and where is our association then and Brina do, do, do I do I take it then that they're there with the support of the members in those counties that what they what we have here is a geographical split uh, no 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 every three years there's a rota and we have 27 federations and six are picked each year to serve on the board and those people in those counties don't even know what's going on. They're not going back. They're not allowing the presidents that are not on the board to give information either. It's total and utter frustration. And um, they're there by virtue of the fact, every one of them on the board and every president around the country, that the members voted for them, trusted them, put them in there. Yeah, that was the point I was getting at. I mean, there wasn't uh, uh, there wasn't oh, a kind of a bloodless coup. But you see, this didn't happen until they were voted in. We never had any of this. This only started under this particular board. And so, these particular members who are with them on it. They will, I tried myself. I've done everything humanly possible to talk to the national president. She has now cut me off on the email. I tried with our own president in Kilkenny, and it's to no avail. And there's a huge amount of members around the country trying to do the same. We've written to the, to the Charities Commission. They're blaming the Charities Commission for the stuff they're doing. And that's not the truth because the Charities Commission yeah. are the most Well, I, 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 do, I, do want to, I don't want to get into kind of accusing people of kind of mistruths now who are not here to defend themselves so we, I know, we might park that um, aspect of the conversation and, and, and instead yeah. can I ask you just about the future of the organisation then uh, uh, Brida I mean do you worry for the future of the ICA? Well I, I, I don't worry for it because it'll be open my dead body anything can happen to it I'm in it 51 years 
I've achieved everything in my life because of it. As many other women, we got educated through it. We learned so much about how to run a business, how to run our affairs. And we are always up front. We have a meeting every month in every guild. And the treasurer in the guild has to give a report of whatever money we have in the bank every month of every year. And we have the board in Dublin who won't give us any financial information, only the uh, annual report. We won't get small, uh, detailed information. And I'm not worried because there's brilliant women around the country and we are getting together and we are not going to let it happen. We're older than this country. Just imagine. And all we've achieved in the years, um, we wouldn't have um, water and electricity without the ICA. We wouldn't have Vanguardia as they were. We started the the whole uh, thing of getting women into the guards. We were there at the very beginning of the credit union movement. Nora Hurley, he was a member of ICA, and her portrait hangs in every single credit union in Ireland. We have raised a million and a quarter for breast cancer research at the unit in Galway, Professor Given started research and he, he wasn't funded by the government and we're still doing it and our women are going in the marathons to do it. It's just phenomenal what the association is. And yeah. we, have, we have 20 million in assets. We're not just a fly-by organization, you know. We have staff in central office. We have a CEO. We have, uh, we have staff in accounts. And they can prepare all this information for us if the board will give it to us. And we have the green on our adult education okay. college. So a, 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 bit, a bit more information on the decisions being made and why they're being made. It sounds like ultimately that, that that's all you're asking for, is it? That's all we're asking for. We're all asking for transparency and that we would be uh, asked and that would our approval, our opinion, and that we would see that the organization would be going in the right direction, continue hopefully to the next generation. And you know something else we did, the women of the ICA worked hard all their lives, women on farms, women who yeah. baked, women who, to educate our children. And they are educated and most of them are well, going to college. We didn't even know what college was when we were growing up. And we have achieved so much. No, no, it's never going to die. All we right. won't let it. Uh, Breed- if I die in the process, maybe. How <laughs> well, Breed- uh, Jesus, I don't, don't say that. Know, our, most of us are in our 70s and uh, we've seen life. We know what it is yeah. to be fair. And you know what I mean? We run our own homes and... Uh, and and your own businesses, as as you said as well, Breda. Listen, thanks a million for joining us. Breda Raggett is a former national president of the ICA and a member for over uh, 50 years. And again, it's worth repeating, I know the board would deny any wrongdoing. And in fairness, I don't think uh, Breda was accusing them of any wrongdoing per se uh, or formal wrongdoing, merely that she thinks they could be more transparent and explain more their decisions to their members. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.